After the war, the US government found itself deeply in debt. In order to balance the books, virtually every public asset was sold to the highest bidder. Schools, police forces, roadways, garbage collection, even the very names of our cities. Welcome to the Big Gulp. The year is 2092. As society is crushed by the weight of unfettered greed, only a few have the nerve, the stomach, and the skills to stand up to the megacorps that now control every facet of daily life. Those select few, those underworld movers, those console cowboys, those hapless heroes, they do what they can to fight back in the cold glow of the neon streets. Hello everyone, I am your Game Master Ben Rollins and welcome to the Neon Streets Podcast. I am joined today by my good friends Lisa Harko, Dizzy Innes, and Craig Hole. Test subject 405G. So uh, we're just going to jump right into it. This is episode one. This is it. This is the beginning of the show. I'm really excited. I'm going to do a quick little like brief pause and then I'm just going to pop right into it we're gonna start the show we're not gonna stop there's no getting off the train if you're listening right now you gotta listen the whole time don't take a break you can go to the bathroom but wear your headphones it's gonna be fun all right hold on tight here we go we open on a small sterile white room a young man in a neon gray jumpsuit sits at a metal table he has mid-length white hair and dark freckles on his chest it reads 405G. A voice comes on over the intercom. Hello, 405. Hello, Father. Today is a big day. You've been such a good boy that we're going to let you go outside. I have some work that I would like you to take care of. Would you like to do some work for me, 405? Anything for you, Father. We cut to another scene. There is a large metal cylinder labeled D. Innis. The cylinder is connected to a host of tubes and wires. A man in a lab coat at a computer console punches a few keys and a door opens on the cylinder, venting gas into the air. As the air clears, we see a naked, gaunt, pale man inside. He looks asleep but begins to rouse. A woman with her hair in a tight bun and cat-eye glasses on a chain walks up to the cylinder and addresses the man. Mr. Ennis, can you hear me? Yo, lady, why is my dick out right now? What the fuck is going on? Mr. Ennis, you've been frozen for five years. It's natural to feel disoriented. Most people also feel somewhat nauseated. Mr. Ennis, your memory is foggy. That's normal. You're in the Genetic Corp Labs on the floating island in the Big Gulp. You were seized as a corporate asset after breaking into a private system with intent to burgle. As a corporate asset, you are expected to perform certain functions. That is why we have reanimated you today. There's a jumpsuit on the table. Please put it on. When you're ready, the orderlies will take you to be briefed. We cut back to test subject 405G. We have a partner for you, 405. Your physical skills are exceptional. However, the work I need you to do requires certain other abilities. Your partner not only has a knowledge of this city, the Big Gulp, but he's also a computer systems expert. He'll help you to get to places you never could on your own. It is my expectation that the two of you will accomplish 
great things together. Just then the door opens and in walks Dizzy Innes, escorted by two orderlies. Yo, can somebody give me some clothes here? Why am I still naked? This is ridiculous. Mr. Innes, you were supposed to put on the jumpsuit that was given to you. Listen, pal, there's no way I'm putting on a jumpsuit and we're not having any sort of conversation about any kind of partnership here until we get some stims in front of me, all right? F- Father, is, is this the man that I'm supposed to work with? Yes. Uh, 405, I'd like you to meet Mr. Dizzy Innes. Decker extraordinaire. N- nice to meet you, Dizzy Innes. Did he say your name was 405? Like, what are you talking about? My, my name is Test Subject, 405G. Uh, that's not a name, pal. It is my name. It definitely is not your name. I don't know what they told you here. It definitely is my name. My father told me. Mr. Innes, if you could please calm down and put on the jumpsuit so we could get the briefing started. Listen, pal, there's just no way that I'm wearing this jumpsuit. What happened to my clothes? Just give me back my clothes and we can have a conversation. Why is my dick still out? The jumpsuits are actually quite nice once you get used to them. Have you seen yourself? It looks fucking (laughs) weird, pal. It looks real weird. Father, is it true? Do I do I look weird? I think you look quite spiffy, 405. Just to be clear, your father also has some weird mad hey. scientist lab science hey. thing going on. He's a weird guy. D- don't say that about father. I might be a weird guy, but I've got excellent taste in jumpsuits. So if you could please put the jumpsuit on. Orderlies, could you please assist Mr. Innes? Order, the orderlies move to help you put the jumpsuit on. Yeah, I'm going to fucking, if an orderly tries to put their hand on me, I'm just going to punch him in the face. All right, you roll to punch an orderly <laughs> oh, in the face. Okay, yes. that's a minus three. <laughs> What's your fight skill? Zero. Well, let's see how these orderlies do together. They get a plus one. Uh, it looks like the orderlies easily dodge and then proceed to force <laughs> you into the jumpsuit. Leg first. My other leg. Oh, yeah. You, you seem real tough now. There's two of you. What yeah. kind of unfair fight is this? They zip up the back, and your dick is no longer exposed. I liked it better when my dick was out. I'd rather have a dick out than wear this stupid jumpsuit. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Innes, I won't be able to control you once you're out in the city, but while you're inside of Genetic Corp Labs, I assure you your dick will be inside of that jumpsuit. What do you mean you control me? What are you talking about control me? You don't control me here. Just let me go. Of course we control you. Have you not heard? You are a corporate asset. Mr. Innes, inside of you is a poison. A powerful mycotoxin derived from the Amanita phylloides mushroom. It's a proprietary recipe. Naturally, I'm the only one who can provide you with the antitoxin. You'll need regular injections of this antitoxin if you wish to continue living. So just to be clear, Mr. Innes, you are under our control. I suggest you listen to Father, Dizzy. Is it even worth living this life in this stupid jumpsuit? (laughs) I suppose that's up to you to decide. Every man must pave their own trail, except for you, 405. You have to do exactly what I tell you. (laughs) He's like... Pave your own. Oh, never mind. <laughs> yes. Sorry, Father. Yeah, that was uh, that was just for Mr. Innes. <laughs> now, while I am in charge of your operations, 
you will be dealing mainly with my subordinate, Miss Clementine Espinosa. There is some work that I need you guys to do, and she will be briefing you on the particulars. Do I know her before this at all? Yeah, she's, uh, she's from the lab. Yeah, is she mean to me or? She has been surprisingly warm to you Sweet. over the years, and not not so warm that you know it's like inappropriate. But like I'm still a she's, test subject. She's certainly not. She's not been as cruel to you as as your father has been. Cool, cool. or cool. even as some of the other scientists have been. The door opens behind you, and in walks Miss Clementine Espinosa. You recognize her dizzy as the woman who woke you up from the cryo tube. And you, of course, recognize her. She's my favorite. Oh, you couldn't She's get enough. Favorite. You like what you see, eh, Clem? Hello, Miss Clementine. <sighs> Mr. Ennis, I'm happy to see less of you, I will be honest. Though, <laughs> that was a fantastic penis. <laughs> truly, truly I'm one for credit the given where credit was. is due. Yep. Gentlemen, earlier today, a researcher named Dr. Husky Cornwall at one of our subsidiary corporations absconded with stolen Geneticorp intellectual property. As a Geneticorp asset, Dr. Cornwall was fitted with a spinal tracking chip. We traced his location to the borough of Taquito Town, where his signal <laughs> abruptly went dead. We suspected he has had his spinal tracking chip removed at one of Taquito Town's unlicensed clinics. We currently have one of our asset retention teams trying to locate him, but so far they have been unsuccessful. Mr. Ennis, we understand that you are familiar with Taquito Town, and we expect that you will use that knowledge to help locate Dr. Cornwall and escort him and the stolen intellectual property back here to the Genetic Corp Labs on the floating island. In the event that it is impossible to bring him back, we expect you to terminate Dr. Cornwall and destroy the stolen property. Mm -hmm. To be frank with you, Dr. Cornwall is not a significant asset to our company. His work at Frog Corp has been disappointing. I am told that he was once able to engineer a frog with a short tongue and also one frog that was somewhat larger than normal. And <laughs> she holds her hands apart to sort of the size of like a, like a medium dog, you know, like a, I don't know, what's a good medium dog breed? Like Jack Russell Terrier? Yeah, like, a, yeah, collie, like a terrier. Border collie, maybe? That's a Both medium of those. That's a good dog. medium sized yeah, dog. Yeah. That is approximately the size of this frog. The intellectual property in question is one of his test subjects. We do not particularly care about Dr. Cornwall or his no doubt unimpressive test subject per se, but it is absolutely imperative that we demonstrate the futility of stealing from Geneticorp. Mm -hmm. In addition, we would like you to find the clinic that performed the surgery to remove Dr. Cornwall's spinal tracking chip, kill the surgeon, and use whatever means necessary to dismantle the clinic. Here is a photograph of Dr. Cornwall his last known location, genetic corp credentials, and a digital wallet containing a small sum to cover incidental expenses, as well as two beepers that I will use to communicate you with you. <laughs> <laughs> she hands you a manila envelope full of all of those things that I hope you wrote down. Yeah, beepers, I got it. Mr. Ennis, you will need to meet with me in 48 hours in order to get your next dose of antitoxin. Speaking frankly, Mr. Ennis, this is your trial period, and if you cannot demonstrate your value by securing this asset, then we will be putting you back into cryogenic stasis. As well, we expect you to make sure that test subject 405G remains safe and unharmed. Good luck to both of you. Your progress will be closely monitored. Mm. 
Listen, lady, if you want to see me naked again, you don't have to try and kill me with poison or something like that. I know they got me wrapped up right now, but like, you just ask and I'll, I'll bust out of this jumpsuit. <laughs> Mr. Ennis, I assure you this is not a clever ploy to see your penis again. I feel like there's some sparks flying across this room there, Clem. I think you may be misinterpreting the nature of our relationship. It is purely professional. I think there's going to be some things awakening inside you pretty soon as soon as I leave this office, Clementine. And when they do, you know how to reach me with my beeper. <laughs> you can also reach me by my beeper, Miss Clementine. Thank you, Test Subject 405G. They send you in a corporate vehicle across the Big Gulp Bay Bridge into the borough of Slurpee Village. There's a steady rain falling straight down. In Slurpee Village, you drive past massive corporate-owned Plascrete superstructures, every inch of them covered by flashing billboards. A huge video screen shows a close-up of a tongue licking beads of condensation off of a bottle of Lager Corp Lager. There's a frenetic energy in Slurpee Village as people mill in and out of street-level shops, arms weighed down with their purchases. Though you've seen the city from a far test, this is the first time you can remember crossing the Big Gulp Bay. Imagine Tess is like just looking at everything, like hands on the glass, just looking around, going crazy. Got those little gecko ass little, fingers on the little the gecko ass fingers and gecko ass eyes just mm. going all over the place. Yeah, like, how about that little gecko ass? How's that doing? It's very gecko-y. <laughs> oh, that's what I like to hear. It's so gecko-y. As you move through Slurpee Village towards the borough of Takedo Town, the landscape changes. The massive superstructures give way to tightly packed buildings. Plascrete prefabs are grafted onto old brownstone townhouses. The end result resembles a child's block creation with mismatched pieces jutting out in every direction. Parts of the block towers extend over the street and collectively form a nearly complete canopy. Neon signs hang down, advertising everything from Marlboros to cosmetic procedures. Dizzy, how does it feel to be back home? Yeah, Dizzy just sort of sniffs the air. He's like, oh, that's Taquito Town, all right. Some combination of blood and liquor and piss and cybernetics <laughs> <laughs> the old familiar smell the last known location of dr husky cornwall was a 7-eleven on the west side in a neighborhood called cyberdale dizzy you know this area very well the company car drops you off outside and the driver gives you a phone number to call for a pickup 7-eleven in cyberdale never been <laughs> I don't think you've been anywhere. Nope. You walk into the 7-Eleven and you're immediately hit with the aromas of delicious hot foods. Chicken wings, big bite hot mm. dogs, potato wedges. It's bustling inside as the denizens of TQ go about their shopping. What is that amazing smell? These are the most delicious rats I've ever smelled in my life. I've never smelled them cooked this way. I, I think you misunderstand. You're not going to find a lot of rats here to be eaten there, pal. No, I, I can I can smell them. I'm certain of it. Uh, you see, uh, Tess' blue tongue is like hanging out of his mouth a little bit. It's flitting and like. Listen, man. He's tasting the air. Listen, you're being a little bit weird right now. I'm just saying, if we're gonna hang out, I'm gonna get you a kebab. You're gonna learn what food is. You don't have to eat rats anymore. I don't. I don't even understand how that could be part of the science program that you're developed by. I don't understand why they're feeding you rats in the first place. But here, let me get you a taquito. Rats are full of nutrition and Listen, they're delicious. Bud, you want full of nutrition and delicious? I'm gonna get you a taquito. I'm gonna get you a big bite. Let's go. Okay. I buy. I buy him uh, with oh, the man. the discretionary spending account. I'm buying him a taquito and a big bite. 
Okay, yeah, yeah. You walk up to the counter, which is, by the way, completely surrounded by a plastic barrier. Mm. The little kid on the inside is just, you know, sealed off. All right. Hey, hey, Buster, you want to sling a couple of taquitos over this way, or what are you doing back there? Uh, yeah, right away, sir. Uh, do you want the jalapeno cheddar or the buffalo hot wing? Uh, jalapeno cheddar? Jalapeno cream cheese? What are you talking about, jalapeno cream cheddar? <laughs> Okay, sir. Sorry. I'm so sorry. It's my first day. He uh, grabs a couple taquitos off the uh, rollers and passes them through the little cubby hole. Is the, is the front of the rollers like open? Like, is it open for test? No, this is uh, this is back counter stuff. Those taquitos okay. are hot items. They don't want anybody snatching one off and eating so it up. He passes them over. Oh yeah. Okay, so yeah, I just I grab one and I take it under my nose like a cigar. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a familiar smell. I love. Take a bite of this here, testy boy. I uh, yeah. If you give it to test, he like he also like copies you. He gives it like a doesn't really know why, and he just you see his jaw kind of detaches and falls a bit. And he swallows it in one thing and doesn't even taste it at all. The kid looks at you when you do that, and he says, "Oh, this has been a real weird day." <laughs> hey kid, I bet I bet you never seen a big bite like that before. <laughs> no, sir. This is a, a first. Oh. Oh, hmm. It it didn't taste as as good as I thought. It tasted very similar to rats. Yeah. As in, I didn't really taste anything at all, actually. That's because you didn't chew it, you weird lizard man. I, uh, why? What is the purpose of chewing? That would just slow me down. Uh, you gotta chew your food so that your stomach acid can dissolve it faster, and then the nutrients can get absorbed. I I took a class in high school. Hmm. That's interesting. I, I, I will try that. May I have another dizzy? Listen, kid. The way he ate that thing, I'm gonna consider that one a freebie on the house. Send a couple more over this way. I don't know if that's how it works. Corporate's gonna get pretty mad at me. Corporate, of course it's corporate. Just send the taquitos over, pal. Sir, I'm gonna have to ask you to lower your voice. I'm gonna have to ask you to lower a couple of taquitos through this slot here. In the middle of this argument. You haven't noticed, but there's been a kid behind you kind of lurking through the the shelves, kind of looking a little shifty, got his hat pulled low. He's wearing a Gulp City Cyborg's hat. And all of a sudden, he grabs a few handfuls of protein bars and bolts for the door. But right before he gets to the door, these plastic walls come down and trap him in a little makeshift cell. A voice comes on over the intercom saying, you are guilty of stealing from 7-Eleven Corporation. A force court vehicle is on the way to take you to a processing facility. Please remain calm. The kid starts pounding their hands on the glass and just be like, help, get me out of here. Blah, blah, blah. It's just one kid? Yeah, a few other people inside the 7-Eleven, which is quite busy, are looking over at him, just kind of shaking their head. Just, you know, everybody knows... Mm. You can't steal from 7-Eleven. Oh, man. I'm going to say that Testa, Test, when he sees this kid, uh, these walls come down, these plastic walls, uh, all of a sudden Tess gets like these little flashbacks of like himself being trapped in a little clear cell where people are observing him and looking at him with uh, disgust and stuff. And he kind of sees himself in the kid a little bit. So what does he do? Why is that boy in there? Oh, uh, this is just standard procedure. If you try to steal something... The, the walls come down and they don't open up until the force corp comes to uh, to let him out. So the walls are like around him fully? Yeah, it's like imagine That's like, cool. Like slide okay. down from the yeah, roof? Yeah, they slide down from the roof and they've essentially trapped him. You know, there's like three walls. 
inside the store, and then the last wall is the door that is now locked. You know what I mean? So he's trapped right in front of the door. Mm. That's pretty good. You should you should let him out of there. He he doesn't look very happy. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. I don't have the credentials. I just sling taquitos. What, who, who has the credentials? Can we speak to him? Uh, the force court vehicle is on its way, and when they get here, they can let him out, but they're going to have to take him in. Dizzy, can you just pay for his 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 stolen items? And uh, No, why do I care about this kid's stolen items? He's dumb. You don't steal from Seb. Everyone knows that. I didn't know that. Everyone knows that. <laughs> I, I yeah, know that everyone now. knows that. You don't steal from Sev. I understand. If you didn't know it before, you know it now. You don't steal from mm. Sev. Uh, Tess just looks at the kid. Does he get eye contact or anything with him? You catch a little eye contact. And he looks scared? Uh, yeah, that kid looks terrified. Oh, he looks terrified? Yeah, he's, he's oh, freaking man. out, yeah. He's pounding on the glass, like, help me, help me, help me. Are you sure there's no way that he can be given another chance? Uh, I'm really sorry. It's it's not up to me. Hmm. I just kind of work here. I understand. Uh, so you gonna like buy some more taquitos? All right, pal. I would uh, love another taquito, actually. Dizzy. I'm gonna buy you taquitos, all right. But I got a question for you, pal. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I take the picture of uh, Husky Cornwall, and I mm. sort of like slap it up against the glass. You seen this guy? All right, we're on a mission. Uh. I'm not allowed to disclose any information about other customers. Listen, pal. <laughs> it's like a corporate policy. Forget about corporate policy. I'm just asking a question. It's not disclosing information. What is this disclosing information? Just, have you seen this guy or not? Uh, I'm going to roll notice for like cameras. And I'm sure that I, I'm aware of cameras being a thing. Because they use on me roll, all the time. You don't have to roll notice. Okay. There are cameras. They're obviously there. Yeah. You see them. There's camera on the door. There's a camera right on the cash register where you guys are. Dizzy, There's we cameras. We need to get access to those those cameras footage there. I'm sure they'll have Husky Cornwall on, on camera when he came in here. I'm going to pay for these taquitos, but I'm not going to like it. So, yeah, I, I, I pay for the taquitos, and then I'm going to yeah move to the back of the store and... Uh, Kind of like get in a spot where the the kid at the till can't really see what I'm doing, and I want to like access the security system. I want to hack into the security system, see if I can download the records of who's been there, that type of thing. Yeah, oh, that's cool. You can definitely do that. I, in the meantime, will take the taquitos that you paid for, and this time chew them. And uh, while Tess is chewing them, it's almost like it's too much flavor, like it's too much zest. Because he's never really eaten anything, and he's kind of like one bite is like, hmm, okay, well, this is good. Okay, so <laughs> this is quite delicious, but I think one bite will do just fine for now. <laughs> it's like when yeah. you go back to a uh, Colgate toothpaste after using yeah. Tom's for too long. Exactly, yeah. it's actually exactly like yeah. that. Wait, wait, so you're decking in through what? I'm gonna go back, go to the back of the store, yeah. and there's like, uh, yeah, some kind of like they've got their cameras there oh, yeah yeah and i'm gonna try and access that camera basically and try and just get into their system so i can like pull the information okay so you whip your deck out Hell you start punching in now we're always gonna say it oh, well yeah. now it is whip my yeah, deck yeah. he whips his deck out yeah. you punch in some stuff and roll uh roll a decking check to see if you can hack into these cameras just uh all you got to do is beat a uh, plus one <laughs> 
At a, at a minus two roll, I am in with my plus four decking, so I got yeah. a plus two. Yeah. Okay. Good nice. luck. So you're you're in the system, man. You mm. can you own you own the footage. Own you own the, the cameras. System. You own the footage. I just, I just look over at Tess. I'm owning the system right now, Tess. This is what it, this is what it's all about, boy. <laughs> How are, how are you doing that? Listen, don't talk to me right now. Just cover me. Just cover me. I got to get some information. Uh, I will so. cover you. I wrap my arms kind of around Dizzy and like look around, <laughs> like really cover him. <laughs> okay, fine. Whatever. <laughs> All right. So yeah, I want to like, I want to look through the system to see if I can uh, download a record of, uh, you know, the footage basically. Okay. Yeah. You, uh, you, you go through the footage really quick, you know, it's just like <laughs> flashing through your eyes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel like I've got a picture of like Husky Cornwall uploaded to my deck too, so you could just run like a facial recognition type of thing too. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that that is exactly what you do. Exactly, <laughs> of course, and it comes up quite quickly. You find the footage of Doctor Husky Cornwall. Yeah. You see him walk in with this strange animal on a leash, and he comes in. Mm. He buys a pack of gum, and he meets with uh, another man. They kind of uh, have a few words exchanged. The uh, the strange animal on the leash starts biting at the man's pants. <laughs> tears a little piece off and then they both leave together huh. do I recognize the other man you don't recognize him no okay. do you recognize the other man does he I don't recognize <laughs> <laughs> listen I just said cover me cover me and eat your taquitos sorry man. sorry I like tighten my little cover a little bit I'm like Closing it on you a little bit. Just get off of me, you weirdo. <laughs> just like get out of here a little bit. I'm sorry, Dizzy, I don't I don't understand. Yeah. Do you want cover or not? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine, <laughs> test. <laughs> Jesus. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna like download that record and see if we can uh figure out somehow who this guy is, who he was meeting in here. Do could I see which way they went? The camera does not cover outside. Mm. So it's not gonna give you any clues to where they went, no. Uh, I'm gonna see where was he. Uh, where can I? Could I see what everything everything that uh, Dizzy was seeing, or was it just like in his little deck that he had closed off? Like was I viewing it as well, or like peeking over your shoulder? Would you allow that? I don't think that you'd be able to like see what was in the deck, but I I explained to you what I saw. Oh, okay. You know how are you seeing this stuff? Is it like Code. is it like beamed to your entoptic implant or like what? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly that. that. So, okay. so test can't see it. I can see it. It's like sort of okay. an overlay from my like real sight, basically. Okay. I can see these sort of things happening. So I wanna. How long ago was it that they were there? I assume it's date stamp. Oh, it's time stamped. Yeah. So this is uh this is just like just afternoon for you guys. Mm -hmm. He was in there right at eight a.m. sharp. Oh, okay. Did you happen to see him in there at all? Did he? Were you successful? Yeah, I saw him. He's got some kind of. He's got some kind of weird dog, and he left here with some some other guy that I don't recognize. Weird dog, interesting. Do you, do you know where they were standing? How is it important where they were standing? Uh, Tess like flits his tongue out a little bit and is like, "I can pick up scents that might be associated with his animal." Well, that's weird, pal. But they were standing over here. Didn't have to yeah. say it was weird, but so you could just tell me where they were standing. <laughs> uh, it's definitely a little weird. So like, you're gonna like. Lick the floor or something? Or is that what you're bringing to the table? You lick the floor and tell me is, where to go? Is that, is that a problem? I, I don't have to if, if that frustrates you, Dizzy. It's not against corporate policy. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, I think I might just lick the floor. Okay, so, so you lick the floor. Yeah. And you, are, you are able to pick up a really strange oh. like scent, like something you've never smelled before, which is strange because in mm. your training, you've, you know, you've smelled most things 
Well, especially other <laughs> test, almost, almost other every test subjects every too. Day. I would have got other test subjects, probably sure. the scent of them and stuff. So, but yeah, you smell. Is it similar to that? Is it like similar to a? It, it smells like it smells something like an an animal for sure, okay. but it's not like an animal you've ever smelled mm. before. Like it's got a particular like new scent. It's been mm. novel for you. Okay, so you can pick it up, but roll investigate to see if you can follow the scent. Okay, yeah. So I'm like, I'm test is like okay. flitness yeah, you tongue along. You gotta beat a uh, be plus three. Okay. Yeah, so he's flitting his tongue along the ground. And I'm going to use my stunt, Blue Tongue Skink DNA, baby, which gives me a plus two to investigate on scent. Cool. So here we go. And I got a plus four. Ooh. Okay, yeah. you, you succeed. You successfully follow this thing. So you, while this has been going on, you're checking the footage. A sleek black Force Corp vehicle pulls up outside and two Force Corp agents completely covered in black tactical gear get out. One of the agents tells the kid with the cyborg's hat to get on the ground and put his hands behind his back. Agent swipes a card and the plastic barriers lift up. Whoa, a they excessive. cuff the kid on the ground and start walking him out. While this is going on, you also notice that there's been a skinheaded young woman with a cockroach tattoo on her scalp spray painting the Force Corp car that's been parked outside. <gasps> Rad. Yeah. Nice. You can see that she's painted over the letters R and P with the letters C and K so that now it says Force Cock. <laughs> Got him. Right? Man. I know. She Got also him. drew like a, like a little dick picture, like a little like squiggly. Nice. Yeah. What a yeah. prank. So when the officers noticed this, this skinhead spray paint in their car, they, they kind of moved to Chaser and She's gone. She just takes off down the block, just psh, yeah. dips into an alleyway, nice. gone. The two officers look a little put out, but they throw the, the kid in the back and peel out real quick, almost hitting an old man pushing a cart of scrap on the way out. Dizzy, what is force cock? <laughs> <laughs> what, what does force cock mean? It's just a bunch of dickheads who come in and take away kids like that. Although, I will say... <laughs> I mean, heads. Hmm. That's what you get for being a, a Cyborgs fan. How many seasons has it been since the Cyborgs have been good? Am I right? I don't know. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> Tess? No, I do not. I, I, I would. I, this is. I would like to know more about this. Listen, so. the Force Cock is just, you know, it's just a bunch of. A bunch guys, of dickheads. It's just a bunch of dickheads who are going to come in and strong arm you, boss right. you around, tell you what to do. It's just another corp, man. It's just like what your corp is doing to me right now, as a matter of fact. Well, then they're not dickheads. Uh, they if definitely are dickheads. I, I I don't think I see it that way. They they've been good to me. They've made me who I am. Feeding you a lot of rats and stuff. <laughs> I like rats. <laughs> All right, we'll revisit the rat issue. Although the taquitos are definitely growing on me, and you see me munching down a jalapeno cheese, cream cheese, uh, toquito. Uh, interesting <clears throat> fact: I've never eaten a taquito before. Really. I don't intend to. How about like a homemade flauta? Yeah, I gotta, or I gotta write that down. A flauta? Yeah. No, I've had a tamale. Oh. Flauta is cl- kind of close. What's a flauta? It's like Test, the uh, basis of a taquito. Oh, sounds good. Yeah. Tess definitely is taking note that other corps are all dickheads now. That's okay. how he sees it. He trusts Dizzy on that one, but not Genetic Corp. Every other corp. Every, Every other, other corp. corp. Yeah, Force mm-hmm. Cock in 7-Eleven. Yeah. Fucking Force Cock. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> Force cock. I like, I like the way that she uh, changed the letters. <laughs> that was pretty cool. <laughs> I'll test. What, Dizzy, what, what do you think is going to happen to that boy? Uh, 
They're going to throw him in a cell and let him rot there. What do you think is going to happen to him? That's what corpse do, pal. Oh. Maybe some corpse are dickheads. Hey, that reminds me. Didn't you grow up in a cell in a corp? <laughs> it wasn't as much of a cell. It, they called it my terrarium. <laughs> ah, it was, there was sand on the floor and there was little, little things that I could hide under. A, a heat rock that kept me nice and toasty warm. Huh. It was it was quite lovely actually. And so there's sand on the floor. Yeah, the, the, there was sand in my terrarium. This is like a dirty cell. No, it was it was supposed to be that way. It wasn't dirty. It was it was they added the sand on purpose. Intentionally dirty cell. Okay, okay. Well, it wasn't dirty per se, but it was. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, maybe this guy's going to like living in a dirty cell, too, because that's what he's got in store for him. Mm. I don't know. Why don't you lick the ground again and tell us where we need to go? <laughs> that's a great idea. I will absolutely do that. I lick the ground again. All right, <laughs> Test licks the ground, and he picks up the scent, and he starts following it. You guys are back out on the neon streets, nice. and you're, <clears throat> you're dodging through crowds oh, of people. Yeah. Everyone's got their heads down they're test doing their own point. biz you know yeah. they're trying to just keep to themselves this is a tough neighborhood test at this point is also on all fours and like really low to the ground like really holding himself low like a lizard and just scuttling along the ground with his tongue uh, you <laughs> are catching nothing but freaked out looks no one's ever seen anything <laughs> like this before no one is also like getting in your way that's just like they're too they're too taken aback to even do anything Tess but doesn't even notice that people are looking at him weird what's so. dizzy doing while Tess he's is definitely hanging back like he's hanging, hanging way back, back. just Don't like know the guy. safe distance yeah like okay he's hanging way the fuck back okay so you follow the scent mm. all the way down an alleyway mm. in the same neighborhood it's about 20 minutes until you get to this alleyway and the scent leads you right up to a metal door and there's an app an alleyway. No. <laughs> the scent leads you right to a metal door, and there's an intercom next to the door. I uh, like what do you say? Or yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, well, this is a buzzer. Yeah. Okay, sure. You buzz in? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm buzzing in. A voice comes on over and says, uh, Hey, you, you got an appointment? Yeah, I got an appointment. All right. Let me let me in. Open up the door. You... Yeah. What's your name? My name is Dizzy. Check your, check your records. I should have mm. an appointment for today. I'm looking through the records, man. I don't see a Dizzy. Uh, so, sorry, pal. I, uh, Do you have one for test subject 405G? <laughs> uh, test subject 405G? Nah, I don't got no dizzy. I don't got no test subject. Nah, sorry, boys. Uh, uh, gonna have to ask you to keep moving. All right. I guess we'll have to go somewhere else, Dizzy. No, 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 no. I wanna, I wanna access the intercom and like try and try and oh, own uh, this system as oh, well. Okay, yeah. okay. So you every just, system. you just reach into the intercom. You just fucking rip out some wires. I'm assuming. Yeah, that's how it works. And just like you know, shove the purple one into the one part of your yeah. deck and the red one into the other part. Sort of haphazardly. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how. That's how it works. Yes. Okay. So roll a uh, roll a decking check to get through here. Oh yeah, Whoa. Like a seven. That is Whoa. that is more than enough. You get a successful style on this, so yeah. that gives you a boost, which is a temporary aspect essentially that'll uh, let you get in a, a plus two to a an, another role in the future that is somehow related right. to this interface. Jacking into the system, uh, to okay. this system specifically. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. So Once you jack again, in, you, you jack in the intercom, um, and yeah, you uh, you got control over the doorway, no problem. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like, am I in the system of the full building? 
because I want to get into like the you guys. Get everything? Well, I want to get into like add add our names to the records so it looks like we do have appointments. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you can totally get into the appointment book. So, yeah. um, yeah, you you access a list and uh, it's got a, a whole bunch of names on it and. Yeah, you can put your name in for an appointment, no problem. Yeah, okay. I'll I'll swap out like a couple names that are like up for appointments around this time for yeah. For sure. There's there's a there's in a half an hour. There's a lady named Teresa Kobrowski, <laughs> and uh, there's another name, and it's uh, Gertrude Stein. Beautiful <laughs> well, name. Sorry, Teresa and Gertrude. I hope your problems weren't serious, but mm. uh, uh, next to the names it says serious problem. It. Yes. <laughs> Severe condition. Whoa, yeah. So, yeah. So, you guys throw your names on. Yeah. Okay. And then what do you do? I'm going to hit the buzzer again. That's the buzzer. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a response but, at but the other he, end? Dizzy, do you, do you think this might seem a little suspicious if they just checked on our names and didn't find them? Listen, you're you're vastly overestimating the competence of somebody working at this, this joint. Mm. Perhaps uh, that's true. Uh, hello? Hey, yo. I, I just said we had an appointment here. Did you check your records again, pal? We had appointments here buddy, today. Buddy, 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 I told you already. There ain't no dizzy. There ain't no test subject 405. Are you looking at the records right now? I'm looking at the records. I'm looking. I'm looking. Oh, look at that. <laughs> test subject 405G and dizzy Innis. Well, records don't lie, gentlemen. Yeah, records I'll, don't uh, lie. And I got a question. With a name like Test 405G, how did you not see that before? Like, what's your problem, pal? How have you been working one of these? That schedules? is very strange gotta, that you didn't see me the first time. I guess I got to get my cyber eyes checked out. This is uh, <laughs> a strange, a strange, strange mistake. Yeah. I, uh, I apologize, gentlemen, so. and I'm, I'm going to buzz you in right now, okay? <laughs> nice. <laughs> the door opens. All right, I'm in. It's your pal, Dizzy. Listen up. These millennial neckbeards are so busy with their DAWs and their podcasts that they don't even consider incursion. Bunch of amateurs. So anyway, I need your help. The only reason I agreed to be a part of this Dizzy and Sidekick show is because I'm after those fat stacks. A whole big pile of duffs. All for the Dizman. I need them. I want them. I gotta have them. And you can help me make that a reality. It's really simple. All you gotta do is share this podcast with your friends and your family and your enemies, whoever. Give it a rating, the whole deal. Five stars only, obviously. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and keep listening. You do this for me, and we don't have no problems. You get me? Comprende? Don't make me show you what a taquito town data desperado is capable of when he's got nothing left to lose. I apologize, gentlemen, and um, I'm going to buzz you in right now, okay? Nice. (laughs) The door opens. After you test. I get down on the ground again and start flitting my tongue to see if I... Is the the scent still there? Oh, yeah. The scent's scent's strong. When you get inside... even lower now. Yeah, when you get inside this this waiting room and this little, like, uh, space, there's, like, a guy behind another plastic barrier... Inside the room, the walls are stained yellow with cigarette smoke. There's an old ceiling oh. fan that's spinning on the ceiling, where ceiling fans tend to be. He's heavily modded. 
He's got cyber eyes. He's got cyber arms that you can also see. He's wearing a little tank top. These mods, he's got these cyber arms. These aren't like the kind of nice cyber mods that you might see in a place like Slurpee Village. Dirty tech. <laughs> these are like these are like stainless steel exposed. You can see all the little like tendony things and mm. like pipes and tubes sort of like all running pistons up. and hydraulics and stuff. Yeah, all that yeah. all that cool stuff. Little homemade stuff. It's it's not homemade. It's it's good quality stuff, you can tell, but it's not mm. fancy consumer grade kind of stuff. Got this right. is like something mm, a little grittier. Cool. Okay. You also see the old linoleum floor, which is covered in muddy footprints. And you notice that some of these footprints are strange animal mm. prints, which should not surprise you considering you have followed the sense. Okay. Mm. Can I see where the footprints go? They do little circles in the room mm -hmm. and then they go into the back. Right. Yeah. Mm. Sick. Through a door. And I'm, I'd be like, yo, yo who's, who's, who's working a day here to the guy behind me? Uh, he says, well, I'm working. What? What's the surgeon here, man? Who's who's on deck today? It is Dr. Rose. Dr. Rose, of course. Dr. Rose is Dr. Rose's clinic. Don't you know? Well, I think that in the future, if you're getting patients at this clinic, they should, you know, tell you that it's Dr. Rose's clinic you're, before you're you gonna get here. Talk to me about patients at the clinic when you're sitting here yelling at me. Your appointment is until 12:45. You guys are early. Just sit down in a chair, put your feet up for a minute. Dr. Rose will be with you eventually. Mm. Well, let me ask you one more thing. You've got like Reader's Digest or something here? Or, or do you have taquitos by chance? Uh, I guess you guys can like read the back of this fucking lotion bottle. <laughs> I'll do that. That sounds quite nice. All right. All right. All right. Oh, he passes you a lotion bottle <laughs> through the fucking thing. <laughs> Um, okay, I think, uh, so we're going to go sit down, obviously, right? We're going to mm -hmm. take our seat, and I'm going to lean over to Dizzy while we're sitting there. I'm going to say, Dizzy, I believe that I could sneak past this man and investigate further. How are you, you going to sneak past this guy? What are you talking about? It's, I'm gonna, like, it's broad daylight. I'm going like, to hold up my right hand and just show like my chameleon camouflage kind of activating just on my hand so you can see it just like becoming likely not see-through but like actually just matching what's behind it mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so like mm -hmm, matches mm -hmm. my gray coverall i just show them that i can like do that to my skin and stuff so you got gray skin uh n well it can be any color you want dizzy i can match the color of this hallway easily okay well that's pretty cool <clears> actually <throat> man that's pretty cool that you can do that so if i sneak past him and he uh notices that i'm gone what what will we do then listen I'll, I'll keep him distracted while you sneak in he won't notice a thing you just go in and see what you can find see if you can find the the hot property that sounds that sounds great dizzy i'll i'll be back with information okay well you better be because you know a lot is riding on it here pal i want to go into stealth i want to turn into my chameleon camera. okay is he well actually first i want to notice if is he paying attention to us right now or is he kind of tuned out Nah, he's uh he's kind of got his feet up on the desk and he's just uh watching his little tv mm -hmm. yeah dizzy maybe you should go over and talk to him and it might work a little better all right listen you don't you don't call the shots around here but because i want to i'm gonna go see what he's up to right now all right <laughs> great great no that that works perfectly <laughs> all right so yeah i go up to him and i say i knock on the i knock on the thing that on like his glass or whatever his little enclosure uh yeah Listen, pal. I'm sorry. I flew off the the rails a little mm. bit there. Yeah, you ever hear anything about these like cryo jobs where they keep you frozen for a couple months, couple years, or something like that? 
Uh, yeah, I know uh, some of the corpse put guys on ice like that. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, well, I'm I'm kind of coming out of one of those things right now, and it's like, you know, in a place like this, I feel like you'd have uh, access to uh, like a prescription pad or something like that, and it's like been a long time since i had any stims man they don't they don't keep you up to date with that type of stuff when you're in cryo you know i i don't handle the meds uh dr rose is sort of uh the doctor around here mm, so right. uh i uh could give you like a couple of mine if you throw me a few duff bucks but uh yeah i don't know if that's gonna hold you over or anything but uh yeah if you got the cash i mean I got a, I got a couple of duffs for a couple of stims. I got a couple of duffs for a couple of stims. All right, here. all right. Well, why don't you fork over some cash? Let me. Can let I me say s- while this is happening? While this is happening, test uh, test is uh, kind of getting low and turning all chameleon like and camouflaging with the floor. Okay, roll uh, roll stall check. Kay. Uh, plus five. Okay, we'll see how uh, our cyborgy buddy does against this. He would have the aspect oh, uh, distracted right now too, right? Wouldn't he? He wouldn't have the fucking aspect distracted. Okay. Actually, we can check. You want to see if you can give him the aspect distracted? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would say, uh, why don't you roll? Um, why don't you roll deception? Okay. Oh, I got a three. Okay. Nice. Oh yeah, you got a, a minus three. So yeah, you uh, you definitely succeed yeah. in uh, in giving him the aspect distracted. Distracted. Nice. Okay, which can be invoked once for free, which I will only do if I need to. Okay, so you rolled a stealth roll. Uh, plus five. Plus stealth five. Throw. Okay, I yeah. do not expect he's gonna do very well against the plus five. He gets a one. <laughs> nice. So I'm good to go. So you succeed with style. Okay. So I again, scurry you got to boost off that. Just like Dizzy has a boost off his other nice. successful stuff. Okay. So Tess, uh, yeah, goes into his chameleon mode and is is now camouflaged along the floor, sneaking past, sneaks past the desk and follows the mud trail. Well, here's, here's the trick about sneaking past the desk is that it is a completely separate room that is guarded by a locked door and a plastic barrier. There is, however, a ventilation duct on the roof. I obviously climb up the wall and climb into the ventilation duct. So I'm going to roll athletics for that, I assume. I'm, I'm just going to give it to you, you know. I got gecko hands. It's like yeah. kind of what I you do. You know what? There's, you know? No one, there's no one like shooting at you or anything. Yeah. It's not like you can just climb a wall. It's mainly just the stealth. I will I will ask you to roll another stealth check to see if you can open up the vent without, without making noise. Without like, yeah, ripping off the grate or something mm. loud and bad. But you do have a boost, so you're super, super stealthy. Okay. Let's go. And I rolled a plus three only that is fine oh yeah well because you got a boost with so plus five right yeah if i use the boost yeah, yeah it'll be plus five so yeah you beat it no problem it was only a plus three okay i crawl up the vent i just take one of my fingers i like touch it to the vent and it sticks to it and i like pull slowly and let it hang and then like flip myself around and slide into it like a little snake and you see a little gecko hand reach out touch it again with one finger and pull it back up super super slowly you hear hear like the tiniest little as it closes so flawless flawless it's the smallest little chick (laughs) the smallest you could imagine (laughs) what kind of uh what kind of stims does he have is he what does he slid me across the table here he slips you a little bottle Mm -hmm. and he's got it's got two red triangles Four yellow squares, five blue pentagons, and one pink hexagon. You're kind of a mixer, eh, pal? I, I take what I can get, you know? Get anything to keep me awake at work, you know? 
Yeah, right on, right on, right on. Yeah, you know, you're working stiff like me? <laughs> Not exactly, although. <laughs> Let me just enjoy these and wait for my appointment here. So, uh, it says here you're getting, a uh, uh, robo boobies? <laughs> yeah, robo boobies. Always wanted them. Okay. Uh, I don't usually make it a habit of asking, but you don't, you don't seem like the type for robo boobies. Anytime you want, you can look down and see a set of robo boobies <laughs> on yourself. Mm, actually, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. And so while he's saying that's a good point, I'm going to take the uh, bottle and I'm going to take one of each of the pills that he gave me. Holy Whoa, one, moly. Six different pills? Six Wait, different no, pills. no, no, none of my six. One triangle, There's one square, one yeah. pentagon, and one hexagon. Four different yeah, pills. Four Dude. different pills. Okay, you You're know what, be man? Stimulated. I'm gonna say these these stims are going to make an attack on you, essentially. Right? <laughs> so they're gonna roll. Yes. And I'm gonna roll. They got a plus four to attack because they're four different stims, and you gotta roll your physique against it to see how you hold up. Oh. All right. All right. Okay. Let's see how it goes. Oh, so you get a plus two. You gotta beat a plus two. I got a zero. Oh, so man. that inflicts upon you two shifts of damage of stress. Of stress. Well, two shifts of damage, so you can soak up one with a stress box. Because, just for the record, anybody listening, we're playing a variant where all the stress boxes soak up only one shift of damage, mm, and yeah. excess damage has to be taken as a consequence. Mm. So you're gonna have to take one shift of stress and one shift of mild consequence. Whoa, man, that's uh, stakes are pretty high. And you know what, man? You know what? These are your fate points. You get another one. Mm. Here you go. It's a compel. Excellent. Cool. Have a fate point. Thank you kindly. Whoa. No, what is your consequence? What are you gonna name it? I, I'll name it Wigging Out. Wired. Baby. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Out. He hasn't had stims in like five years. He thought his tolerance would be the same as it was before <laughs> he went in, and he's just kind of like foaming at the mouth, just like. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's one of those weird things about stims and cryo, where like you'd think it would just be like everything stays the same. But for some reason, stim tolerance goes down. It's scientifically documented. There's a lot of peer-reviewed studies. Yeah. Everybody knows it. Apparently, you didn't. That's okay. You know now. So you're wigging out in there. Yeah. Uh, you want to give us a quick little wig out? Yeah. He's just... <laughs> oh, what kind of drugs did you give me here, buddy? Holy shit. Did you take one of each? Oh, my God. That's a classic dizzy cocktail. Oh. Man, that looks like a lot of fun. I think... I you mind if I join you up there, pal? I took the last one of those ones, but you can take three pills. Well, no time like the present. He's going to pop in with you, man. Let's see how Hell it goes. Yeah. What are your fate points? Uh, the pills only do three shifts to him. He's going to roll his physique against it. <laughs> <laughs> he rolls, he rolls a negative two. <laughs> Oh no! So he gets uh, wow, five sh <laughs> shifts of stress. Okay, okay. The side, <laughs> the cyborg is is just immediately pops three pills, <laughs> passes out, and it just starts foaming at the mouth and just convulsing. Dizzy's like, oh, I knew I could do a good job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dizzy, is is everything okay? What's just like, going uh, on? Uh, yeah, it's real good here, pal. I want, I want, yeah, I'll pop down on the other side of the okay. office, and okay. I'm gonna look for like a button or something, a buzzer to kind of buzz us in. Is that presumably how it works? Absolutely, yeah. There's yeah. a little intercom with buzzers for the doors. Okay, and you I, buzz the I, door. I'm gonna start pressing all the buttons, like just all of them, like with. Okay, guessing. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> luckily these are just for the the doors so the inside door oh, opens the no outside fun. door opens the intercom turns on but uh, <laughs> nothing much else happens while you're in the office though yeah so the door is open dizzy can get in oh yeah what's on the tv too oh what's on the tv there's a music video playing uh what song and band uh the song is called robot fetish monkey and the artist is Sapphire Crystal. You've never heard of her. I've obviously never heard of her. <laughs> no. Uh, okay, that's cool. I was don't know what I expected there. <laughs> well, I bet you didn't expect that. What were you going to say is going on inside? The I was going to say, so So you hit all the things. Dizzy, The door opens for Dizzy. Mm-hmm. Dizzy comes in, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. Does he, does he have the faculties to figure out how to use a door? Yeah, he can kind of, he's all jittery and stuff now, mm. but he's he's sort of like making his way over to the door, kind of stabilizing yeah. himself against okay. the wall, just kind of, you know. Okay. Um. So, Dizzy comes in, then all of a sudden the intercom goes on, and a woman's voice comes over and says, Hello, this is Gertrude Stein, here for my Robo Booby appointment. <laughs> <laughs> Dizzy, what, what do we do? What 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 should we say? So to I you? hit the intercom. Uh, there's no Gertrude Stein scheduled today. Go away. Uh, she buzzes back. I'm quite certain I made an appointment, and I would very much like to have my robo boobies, as I need them for a party I'm hosting this evening. What's wrong with your regular boobies? I'm sure they're great. You don't need robo boobies. Well, my regular boobies are both lovely and full and supple. However, uh, the robo boobies have a special device in them that helps me mix frozen margaritas. Wow, that sounds terrific. But you're going to have to make an appointment for another day, Miss Stein. Well, I think I'm going to have to go to a different clinic. That's fine. (laughs) Well, this service is terrible. <laughs> I guess she leaves. She's away. disappointed, but yeah, I guess she'll she'll make her way through the neon streets. <laughs> okay. Um, also, while this has been going on, the cyborg guy who was working behind the counter he's he's not looking good. Is he's, he dead? Is he dead? He's not. He's not. He's just convulsing and like foaming at the mouth. Like he he looks mm. really. Uh, it mm, it doesn't. The prognosis. Mm, it's not good. Dizzy, should, should we put this man out of his suffering? <laughs> I can do it very quickly. Some some guys just can't handle their Sims test. Uh, just leave him. He, he knew he knew what he was taking. I, do you think he's going to be okay? Looks like he's enduring a, a lot of pain. And it's it's not pain he's feeling. It's <laughs> a wild ride. Interesting, a wild ride. I, I I believe I would like to go on a wild ride sometime. I recommend it. <laughs> Are you gonna take some pills, man? Uh, I uh, because I'm seeing this guy like in this shape. I'm like, no, like we're working right now. I don't want to do it right now. But I'm like, now I've struck a little curiosity about uh, drugs. You're fucking boring. All right. <laughs> what, uh, what? In this back room, there is a computer console as well as a landline telephone. There's the intercom system. There's a little TV with the video on it. Uh, there's also a door that goes to the back area. Okay, that's it. This is kind of a small little grubby office. Hmm. Uh, is it, can we can we see anything? Like, is there anyone back there right now? Like, you can't see anything. From well, here presumably, now. The, I, I I believe Doctor Rose is here, and from what we can tell, that this is where uh, Husky Cornwall came with his 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 beast. 
his animal that he had with him. A ski If I if I recall correctly, we are required to kill the doctor that is here and destroy this office. All right, so I'm gonna look. I'm gonna I'm gonna look around and see if there's any way to like open the the office door that's like further in, so we can get in there. Yeah. Oh, it's on the intercom system for sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna open the door then. Chink. Yeah, it opens up. Go get on test. I'm gonna go in and start. Uh, Sweet. Looking for uh, the doctor. Um. Okay. So test goes back through the door and he finds himself in a small corridor mm-hmm. with a little uh flickering fluorescent light there's two doors one off to the left and one off to the right mm. are there windows on the doors at all or like can i see inside either of them or are they just like closed rooms they're just closed rooms okay i'm gonna go up to the door on the left okay and i'm going to uh knock on the door and then crouch beside it and get in the hidden position okay you knock on the door and crouch no one comes okay i'm gonna go to uh the other door and do the exact same thing okay you knock on this door yeah you hear sort of like a like a high-pitched sort of like screeching noise kind of like oh kind of like that interesting yeah so you knock on the door but nobody comes but you can hear stuff you hear stuff going on inside Okay, I'm going to scurry back to Dizzy, and I'm going to let him know what's going on. Dizzy, I-, I believe that they're doing some sort of procedure. Dr. Rose must be performing something right now on a patient. <laughs> so what are you doing back here? Let's go, man! And Dizzy, like, takes off down the hallway. But w- we're we're required to... Let's go, man! We're required <laughs> to, to kill only the doctor. If, if there's another patient in there, we, we don't know who it is. It... That's collateral damage, Test. They didn't say who we couldn't kill. Test is like looking really confused and kind of conflicted. He's like, is this how we do it? Like, so oh. at that point, yeah, Dizzy's going to try and kick in the door. Although he's feeble and he probably <laughs> won't be able to kick in the door. I'm going right, to uh, help him kick in the door. <laughs> Are you guys going to do a dual door kick? I'm, just, I'm kicking the door. I'm gonna, no, the I'm going to let him do it a few times before okay, yeah, I yeah. Okay, so uh, roll physique on the door. Oh, plus two. Oh. Um, I don't have great physique either. So I'll say... Yeah, it's, it was a plus two to kick it open, so you can... Break your ankle and kick it you open. You succeed with a minor consequence if you want, or a minor... It's got to be sprained ankle. You know? Yeah, how about like, yeah, sprained ankle or something like that? Like he, uh, I think it would probably be more like a story complication. Right. Like, like you kick the door open, but rather than being ready to storm the door, you kind of kick it open and then the door opens really easily because it was unlocked and then you just stumble through and kind of like fall on your face. Terrific. Yeah. Terrific. Okay. Okay. I'm going to rush in right after. Okay. What do I see in there? So you guys, you stumble in on your face, you rush in, you guys come into this operating room. It's totally covered in plastic, Mm -hmm. Dexter style. In the middle of the room, there's a woman in a lab coat. It's got a little hand saw out and is sawing away at this other person's giant cybernetic arm. So the person sitting in the chair, their head's turned away from you. But you can see the, the arm that the doctor's working on is just this massive, like Hellboy style arm. Way Whoa. bigger than her other arm. Testa <laughs> comes flying through the door. Test comes flying through the door and uh, immediately launches himself at the doctor. Yeah, he's going to try and create an advantage here and kind of get a hold of her, grapple her, and take her down away from the table. Okay, so uh, so you're going to jump on this woman who's got some sort of massive saw. Okay, sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, roll a physique. 
My uh, plus one. <laughs> Minus three. Yeah, nice. That's a big success. Okay, so I jump right on top. Of yeah, her. you jump on her. You get a you get a success with style. Yeah. Oh man. So the way it works, just for whether we're rolling right now, is create an advantage. So you're rolling to create. An aspect honor that's something like you can name it, but it'd be something like grappled. Yeah, I want. Yeah, I would know, just say grappled. Like that. Basically, that's basically what it is. I'm, okay, I'm jumped onto her back, and I got my arm kind of underneath her arm that has the saw in it. And I'm trying, like, also kind of trying to restrain that a little bit. Okay. So what goes down? I'm assuming. So Tess jumps on to Doctor Rose, takes her to the ground. We're going into a combat. Turn order is going to be Test, Dizzy, Doctor Rose, and then this person in the chair. Test, you grapple her to the ground. We're going to say you get another opportunity to attack because it was very surprising. Cool. Uh, I'm going to... I'm not trying to kill her necessarily right now. I'm kind of like trying to choke her out and like knock her out. So uh, you're going to try to like to like render her unconscious right now? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, roll, roll physique to see if you can choke her okay. out. That's plus three. Yeah, you've got two free invokes on your grappled aspect as well. <laughs> got a minus two. Okay. Okay. So I got five shifts. Uh, yeah, so she's 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 taken out of the combat. Okay, I want to say that I just like have her like locked up in every way. Like my arms wrapped around her arm, and like I have my arm around her neck, and then my legs are wrapped around her waist, kind of like crushing her, and she's just like, ah, ah, you know, like okay, a little, yeah, like, kind of being like tapping out, being like, it's, you know, ease up a little bit. Like, yeah, oh, she's tapping. Yeah, are you respecting the tap? Uh, I want to wait and see what this uh, person in the chair does quickly. I'm a little bit hesitant about what this person's gonna do. Okay, dizzy, <laughs> it's your turn. You're you're lying first on the ground. Okay, so you're still, <laughs> you're still, you're still wigging out. Wigging by the out. Way. Yeah. Dizzy's gonna be like, he's gonna pull his uh, gun out of his pocket and be like, "That's not gonna be enough to finish her off, Test." And he's gonna fire at her, all grappled on the ground. <laughs> but right. Dizzy, Dizzy, we need to make sure that <laughs> not now, Test. <laughs> Roll a shoot. <laughs> I love it. Oh, he's, uh, yeah. he's whacked out. Right I'm going to say yeah, minus test one test. You can roll athletics against this to see if you can like roll out of the way. Because yeah. He's essentially okay. shooting at you. I'm going to like definitely kick us out of the way here. Okay. And I got a plus four. Okay. Yeah. You easily <laughs> the shot, but he doesn't shoot at you. The bullet ricochets off the ground with that gunshot. Yeah. You see the person in the chair kind of stirring up till now. They've seemed kind of out of it. You oh. can figure they might've been on anesthetics or something like mm. that. They turn to face you. They're uh, femme looking. Got a green bowl cut, synth leather vest, tight pink bowl. pants with belts and buckles all the way down the legs. And again, two cybernetic arms. One is big old Hellboy arm. The other is normal size, non help. Well, actually, also a Hellboy arm, but just the other arm for Hellboy. You know, he's got one big arm, one little right. arm. Yeah. So she's got both they of Hellboy's Hellboy arms. arms. <laughs> they are both Hellboy arms. This person's looking a little groggy, but they're awake and they say, Who the fuck are you? What the fuck? are you doing in here do you know who the fuck i am do you recognize this fucking tattoo asshole they show you a tattoo on their neck and it's like a t-bone steak but it's like modded out so it's like hot rod car with like a big old engine and an exhaust pipe spinning out <laughs> set out the back course yep and they say you know what that means it means you're fucking with the wrong person today i'm a fucking meat machine man and you guys are both gonna get fucked Whoa. They get up out of the chair and kind of like, <laughs> kind of like stretch their arms out a yeah. bit. Person walks over menacingly to uh, to test on the ground and just goes to fucking like pound Whoa. it with the Hellboy arm. They get a plus six. Okay, I'm gonna roll to 
evade it. But I'm also, while I'm evading it, I'm going to let go of Dr. Rose's time. And presumably we're in the same position. And I get a plus four. So I'm going to invoke the groggy aspect. Uh, one free invoke on that and get plus six. So I'm going to succeed at the minor cost of uh, this person comes up to me and is like kind of like woozy still and is like kind of swinging aimlessly and just barely make it out of the way and the hits the ground right beside me I'm still kind of knocked prone okay get up okay yeah. okay so you got the aspect prone on you right yeah. now okay you don't take any damage and it is your turn I'm gonna try and pop up now my target is definitely gonna be detaining this person uh, so I don't necessarily want to kill this person is there a dark part in the room at all the room is surprisingly well lit by like a, a big standing floodlight Okay, I have an idea. I'm going to try and get behind uh, the plastic sheets and uh, and vanish and go into stealth. Okay, I'm going to say, uh, yeah, you can try to do that. You got to hit a pretty hard stealth roll to kind of like cut through the plastic sheets and okay. get into like a dark corner. So we'll see if you can beat a uh, plus, uh, plus five. Okay, yeah. Uh, that's a plus two. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah. So if I'm, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm just gonna take the L on that and just take the L. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna say that like Tess is probably like a little bit sh scrambled right now and isn't like really prepared for this. So. Okay. So you're scrambling on the sheets, trying to try to find a way through, but you don't yeah. find anything. Dizzy, what do you do? Ah, finally, uh, an open shot. <laughs> just walk up to Doctor Rose on the ground and try and take her out. <laughs> <laughs> this is court business now, I guess. Okay. Uh, you know what? She's unconscious on the ground. I think all you're going to be rolling against right now is the stims. So the stims are going to make another... Yeah. The four stims are going to make, make another attack. attack roll against me. Oh, no. And all you have to do is... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so that is a uh, oh, minus no. two shoot. <laughs> stims oh. get a plus two. Oh, there you go. So your, your hand is so shaky <laughs> that what? I'm literally like almost point blanking here, but my hand's so shaky that I'm just like... I empty the clip like... Miraculously missing every single shot, even though I'm like right over top. <laughs> Something wrong with this dang thing. I gotta true the sights. Okay, <laughs> Dr. Rose, it's her turn, but she is out. Now, next up is this meat machine, and they're gonna go after test. So they say, Man, I haven't I haven't tried out all the, the new tech on this arm. Let's see how this works. Rocket fist! <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna shoot her rocket fist at you. Holy shit. I don't have a rocket fist. Ooh, rocket fist. She gets a plus four. Okay. I'm going to obviously still scrambling, try and dodge it out of the way. And oh. I got a plus eight. Okay. No problem. Is there Amo. any way you can spin? No, there's no way you can spin a defensive roll into like an offensive thing. Not hey. without a stunt, but yeah. you do get a boost actually. So when you okay. succeed. Success with style. Yeah. Success with okay. style. So I don't know exactly what's going on. Success with style on a defense gives you a boost. You successfully yeah. ignore all the damage. So you can narrate how amazingly yeah. great your dodge was. And now it's also your turn. So you can just go straight into your narration for your attack. I, I'm literally going to jump up, like jump up from the ground straight to the roof and get above her. Okay. And by the yeah. way, she's fired a rocket fist at you. So there's like a fist. So she doesn't like, have that anymore. So no. is fistless uh, oh, aspect? You better believe it is. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to now from there. Uh, try and drop down right on top of her using my boost of that amazing jump where I got on top of her. Okay. And uh, once again, try to create an advantage here and uh, grapple her. Okay. But this time I'm going for a bite next time I attack, not just trying to choke her out. Okay, so you're going to grapple her right now. Okay. Yeah. Let's see how you do. Uh, that's, oh, that's not very good. Uh, that's a plus one only. Okay. With the boost plus three. Okay. 
she gets a plus four. You like flip onto her back and uh, try to grapple her, but she just kind of like grabs you with her, her small Hellboy hand and just kind of mm. flings you on the ground. No mm. problem. Dizzy. Okay, so Dizzy saw the rocket face go across her. Got no bullets left. Got no bullets left. He's like, stupid thing. He goes and grabs the rocket arm that got shot across the room because it's presumably just sitting across the room somewhere now. Um, presumably, but one would also presume that it has some sort of returny fist technology. But it hasn't done it yet. Hasn't done it yet. So he's going to... That's just presumably. He doesn't know that. That's presumably. presumably yeah. <laughs> One may only presume when, this. Yeah, yes. we don't know for sure yet. No. So he's going to go grab it, and he's going to use it to try and smash Dr. Rose <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> okay. Okay, cool. The stim's yeah, still yeah. waking out just here. Toss me a fate point for that. You got a plus two to your roll. Okay, so roll... <laughs> roll to fight your stims again. Uh, okay, hit the stim roll. What was this roll? Is um, my physique against the stims? That is, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is your physique against the stims. Okay, so I'm gonna roll the stims. They get a plus three. Okay, Whoa, well, these are high power stims. That's oh, one, yeah. one for every stim you took, yeah. I got a but I thought it was plus one. <laughs> so. You're again unable to smash. Yeah. It's just like he gets a hold of this arm and it's just like way too heavy in his current jittery state for him to like confidently do it. We'll say while you're trying to do that also, you go to smash it and the arm just like just turn Flies. recalls. Yeah, recalls. Back. <laughs> just face plant on the ground again. Why won't you die? Okay. Dr. Rose, she's taken out. Now it's meat machine. Hmm. What is this meat machine gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna say, You motherfuckers messed with Illuminasty, and now it's time to play, oh, pay the price. Dope name. Okay. She is gonna now with her recalled fist, she's gonna try to grab test. She gets plus six. So you're I'm gonna roll, still roll I'm gonna well I'm gonna still try and avoid it. I'm gonna try and avoid it rather than like muscle her off. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. try and dodge it with my athletics. Okay, I'll allow it. And I get plus five. Okay, so you get grappled. I'm gonna invoke gene mod test subject reptilian DNA. And uh she's gonna realize, you know, as she grabs me that I'm a little bit like slipperier and scalier than she kind of expected. I'm a little bit more uh my my bones kind of collapse a little bit more than a normal human would, and I just kind of slip underneath her uh Ooh. slip underneath her uh Ooh. slippy Gross. Uh, her her grab. So I'm gonna spend a fate point and get that plus two, so I'm at plus seven now. Okay, so so you avoid the grapple, your turn. She says, get back here, you little freak. I'm not done with you yet. It hurts Tess's feelings. That's fair. And Tess is, you can see it actually like hurts him a little bit. You know, he turns and looks at her and he's now he's like, that was like really mean. You will call me a freak and stuff, right? He's kind of getting already tired you, of that. Is that man. what you say or is that just all in the look? No, no, this is all in the look, man. It's in the eyes of like, now I'm mad. Now I'm mad. Yeah. A little bit as mad yeah, there's as a story be. in your eyes for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to, I'm going to lunge at her and try to kind of, I want to slash at the, wherever the, the doctor was doing the surgery on the new arm. Oh, interesting. I want to slash at that and yeah, try yeah, to hit yeah. that. So I'm going for the fight on this right now. Give me a fate point. Oh, oh that's the plus, no. that's the, the natural four roll, baby. Plus okay. three, plus two. So that is nine. That's a lot. <laughs> uh, we'll see how Luminasi does, but uh, spoiler alert. She's, beating a nine. she's not particularly athletic. Oh, that's two. So that is 11 <laughs> shifts of damage. 
Okay, so uh, you wow, can you can dare how you take it off, uh, or I, I would say take it off. I was yeah. I was assuming you just like totally knock oh, your arm right off. I want to like, like yeah, I want to see like my hand just kind of like rip flesh and wire, just oh. pull it all out and just absolutely uh, have that okay. arm fall clunk on the ground. Yeah. So when you take somebody out, you can choose if they're alive or dead or whatever. Oh wait, so this is enough to like actually take her down completely? Man, eleven shifts of damage? damage. Holy yeah. moly! Are you kidding me? That's that's insane. That is insane. Yeah. So happy I did that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy. I, uh, I, I want to say that like strip. I want to say that I grab her arm and uh, or like get my fingers in between the slot where it was getting worked on. And when I pull it out, it just like brings out a ton of like tendons and veins and everything that was oh, getting surgically attached disgusting. to. Just rips them out. And she just like very quickly is like, <gasps> like just passes out, like bleeding wow. out and dies. Wow. Killed right. her. Okay. Illuminati's dead. Dr. Rose is passed out on the floor. The mm. fight is over. What do you do? Okay, so Dizzy goes over to the saw that Dr. Rose was using. <laughs> oh my god. Gun won't work, rocket arm won't work. <laughs> and he goes over to Dr. Rose with the saw. But Dizzy, do you think we should confirm first that this is indeed the doctor that 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 operated on Husky Cornwall? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what a dumb name. <laughs> well, that hadn't occurred to me, Test. It, I believe it is important for the mission that we don't go around killing doctors that are that are um, not the perpetrators we're looking Listen, for. Listen, the mission was to kill doctors, kill Cornwall, <laughs> get the property. It wasn't to not kill doctors. I guess in some ways you're, you are right, but I, I would feel much more comfortable if we did the job properly for Father. I, I don't mind asking her the question. For Father? What are you talking about? I don't have a father. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move over to her with the saw. <laughs> Uh, wait, Dizzy, please. No, I'm gonna stand between them and say, "Just oh, give me, wow. just give me a few, a few moments, just a few moments." Oh, you think you're some big tough guy? You stand in <laughs> between me and my target here, and I kind of try and like shove a uh, test, but I feel like he's so like thick that I just kind of bounce <laughs> off of him. <laughs> no, he's like, just like so much more solid, just like yeah. better heavy set on yeah. the ground. <laughs> and I kind of like push myself over inadvertently, like, "All right, we'll try things your way. We'll try things your way." <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, so what do you guys do? Okay, I'm gonna go over to uh, Doctor Rose. Yeah, and go on the ground, and um, I'm gonna. Is she kind of waking up? Is she coming mm, through at all? She's out cold. Hmm. If only there is something Dizzy. to wake her up. Do you, Do you have any of those those small things that that you've been enjoying so much? No. <laughs> oh, that's none left. I don't know. Uh, they must have got lost mm. in the in the scuttle here. Un that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. Scuttle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, see, you see Dizzy just doing a crab walk around the whole room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to look for some. Is there some water around the room or anything? Yeah, there is a uh, a little bottle of water corp water. I'm going to go <laughs> grab that and just dump it on her head and see if it can wake her up. Okay. Yeah. So you pour the water on her head. Mm. And she kind of, <laughs> she kind of mm. comes to, yeah. She's not freaking out, but she's she's out of it. She's kind of confused mm. and uh, doesn't know what's going on. What? What? What happened? Doctor Rose, we have a few questions for you. I got a question for you. Who? Who are you? Why are you in my operating room? We're here on behalf of Genetic We have uh, oh. some concerns that we have to deal with. Are you aware of a man named Doctor Husky Cornwall? It's <laughs> <laughs> hard to stay in character and say that stupid name. That's a sick name. 
She says, Dr. Husky Cornwall. She's, yeah. Yeah, Dr. Husky Cornwall. I, I did a surgery on him this morning. I, I removed his spinal tracking device. Oh, I, I see. Well. She says, look, look, look. You guys are corporate. I get it. You guys, I'll, I'll do whatever you want, all right? I, I don't want to die today. I get it. What do you guys need? I'll tell you whatever you want to know. Where's Cornwall at now? <laughs> I, uh, I've recommended a, a discreet little capsule hotel for him to stay at. He was, he was looking for some place to lie low. And what about his weird-ass dog thing? She's oh, fascinating creature. Absolutely fascinating. No editorializing. Just tell me where they went. <laughs> uh, they went to the Liberty Capsule Hotel. Over, it's, it's in Cyberdale. Just over, over by the water. All right, Rose. You've served your purpose. He says, wait. Finish the wait, job, no, test. No, no, no. She says, I can, I can help you. I can help you. If, if, you're, if you're corporate, I, I, can, I can remove your tr- chips too. You don't have to, to stay working for the corporation. Test kills her. Oh. And I would say that's probably a compel as genetic corp, pro- property of genetic corp on my, on, my, on my aspect. So could I get a fate point for that? Because like, obviously he's probably about to be like, I would love to have my chip removed. You know, that'd be great. But I'm like, no, man, I'm property. I'm doing it. So, yeah. 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 You can have a fate point for that. Sick. Oh. Shit. What are you doing, man? She's gonna take out our chips. We we have to continue the mission that we've set out on. Uh, we absolutely don't have to continue the mission if we don't have chips and toxins and stuff in us. Don't you see how fucked up that is? But if she removed the chip, they uh, then you wouldn't be property of Genetic Corp. Yeah, but Genetic Corp would know that you've done this, and you wouldn't be able to get a mycotoxin antidote. She could help with that too. Are you sure? Well, you killed her before I could ask. I, I have no reason to want to leave my father or genetic court. Listen, man, your father is fucked. He feeds you rats and keeps you in a cage and makes you chase the rats around. So What's far, the deal with that? So far, you've only described things that I've enjoyed for the most part. So That's not normal. From what I can tell, only after one day out in the public, I'm clearly not normal. I think I'm just going to have to live with that. Well, all right. What do we do now? Liberty Cabs Hotel? Exactly right. We got what we needed from her. So Dizzy and Test have taken out the surgeon, Dr. Rose, who removed Dr. Husky Cornwall's spinal tracking device, and they're on their way over to Liberty Capsule Hotel to see if they can find Dr. Husky Cornwall himself, take him out, and recover the stolen intellectual property. We will see you next week for episode two. Thank you for listening. Craig's a big dummy, dumb idiot. No, I'm not. <laughs> oh, damn. He just killed that doctor in cold blood. And he ripped that cyborg's arm off and all the little bits were hanging out and dripping. Oh, I can't wait to see what happens next time. On the neon streets. All right. I'll catch you guys later.